Welcome back. My name is Gwen Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. So today's topic is no. It's on the topic of no. We want to talk about the important aspects of creating an awesome life and having the ability to say no to requests, opportunities that aren't aligned, to different things that just come into your field that you don't want and just say no is a beautiful skill to cultivate. Because what we're talking about here is the ability to make clear decisions that will benefit your life. You know, saying no to the good so you can say yes to the amazing. Now, this episode is really for my my people pleasers, uh, my people like myself who for many years said yes to helping out other people, but really at the expense of betraying yourself. What I mean by that is betraying your energy, your values, um, just not listening to yourself when you know it's a no from the jump and you're like, I'll say yes, just to please them. Now, let me just say something about people pleasing. I feel like in the culture, it seem, it's seen as a really bad thing to be a people pleaser. But let's be honest, there's some beautiful aspects to being a people pleaser. For example, you make a meal for somebody and it absolutely pleases them and delights them and you had a great time making it. Or when you you have a client and you deliver the work and you really please them and they're thrilled with the work that you do. It is a great feeling when you are pleasing people. But again, we're talking today about saying no so you don't betray your own self. So the reason I'm teaching on this now is because I truly believe that I live a very awesome, clear life and am so much better, so much better at saying no than I was even just a few years ago. So in uh, in today's podcast, I'm going to share five real life examples of me saying no and what happened and um, and really just teach you some some op- some ways that I've learned. Now, this podcast is very influenced by Sherry Salata, one of my great mentors. She is the author of The Beautiful No, former executive producer of The Oprah Show and co-president of Harpo Studios and Own until she left to go create her own business, which is a beautiful thing. A quote that she has said is, I could say no to anybody running a 1,000 person company, but in my own life, I was like a doormat happens to a lot of us. Isn't that the case? Isn't that interesting how there might be areas of our life where it's so easy to say no? You're like, of course not. No. Maybe it's business. Maybe it is hanging out with friends. Maybe it's family. Maybe it's relationships. But there's that one area that's like really sticky. So this podcast could be helpful for your business life or possibly your personal life. So I want to get right into it and share some examples, some recent examples of no's that have that have come up and I've put out and have made a real difference to me. So here's the first example. The example is when a request changes. So here's the example. I was invited to be on a podcast and I got the invite, really awesome person, really easy way to book, just a Calendly link. I was like, yes, this seems amazing. So I book in and then I found out Um, over the email that 
the interview was actually supposed to be in person instead of Zoom. And then I got a request from the podcaster to do a pre-interview. And then I believe I saw a request to change the date. So I booked it a few weeks in advance, but I might've misread it and thought that the podcast was wanting to be changed to like the same week. So I was just sitting with that and just thinking, wow, this was an absolute hell yes. And now it's becoming muddled and not fun. So here's how I handled that with some of the tips from Sherry as kind of like my fairy God, no mother, (laughs) and also things that I've picked up myself. So I think what's really important when you want to say no to somebody is to get into that neutral emotion. So there's something called the emotional scale. Google the emotional scale and you'll see, um, or vibrational scale. The lowest is when you're in despair and depression. The highest is when you're in appreciation, empowerment, and joy. And we at least want to be in the middle, somewhere around contentment or boredom and not really charged or feeling really emotional about what we have to say. So the way to get to neutral is really just to take care of yourself, put it away, go for a walk, shake it off, do something different. Just allow yourself to get back into that space of we're neutral, we're all good. So that's what I did first. And then that's when I realized, I believe I misread something because I was triggered by extra requests. And it just in my head, I was spinning up this crazy story about it. And then ask yourself, what can I actually do with this request that feels good to me? So I, as a former producer, like know the value of pre-interviews. It's a great way to get prepared, uh, you know, have a warm connection with the host. So I do see there's a lot of value in doing it, but for me, I'm not, I find um, interviews fun and easy, not necessarily needing to, to prepare what my answers will be. And then I sometimes, yeah, I just didn't think it was necessary at this time. If I'm on the tonight show, Sure. <laughs> Pre-interview. Sure. Um, so what I thought felt good to me um was that I could be available to do like jump on when we jump on the podcast, we could connect for a few minutes before, before we actually hit record. Or I said I'd be happy to answer any email, any questions that, that the person had over email um in anticipation of the recording. So what I did after I also clarified the date was saying that I'm unavailable for the pre-interview, though I'm happy to answer any questions via email beforehand and jump on our call a few minutes early. That was my no to the um, the, the secondary requests. And also clear, I had clarified in an email earlier that I wouldn't be able to do in person just because it would be like a, for me, a travel time of uh, over two hours and kind of be like half half to a full day of transportation and challenges for an interview that I would love to do via the comfort of Zoom in my home. And she and it was all good for that to happen. Anyway, after I sent that email, the person said, absolutely no problem. And we can jump on that call even just five minutes early. And really what's so interesting is that they were offering this pre-interview to benefit me if I had any questions or wanted to clarify anything. When It's so funny how the mind works. And I was thinking, oh, they just want to prepare themselves better. So that was one way I handled that original request change. A second example 
is when you receive an in, receive an interesting opportunity, but it doesn't feel like a fit right now. So I recently signed up for a new online course from a new teacher that I've just kind of just kind of came into my world, who I'm very intrigued by. So her course, there was different levels of it, different price points, different levels of attention and care that you could have. And I just wanted to start at the bottom or start at the the lower tier and just get to know the, get to know this person, get to work with them, get some results and maybe upgrade later. But it was interesting to notice that some team members on, on the person's team was reaching out to uh, share with me all the value and benefits of the next level. And I started to say, wow, this is not feeling good. It's really feeling a little bit pushy to me. And, um, but I do see the value of getting to spend extra time with this person. So it was interesting to me, but it just felt like a no in my core. It's interesting because it felt like trying to like running a marathon before hitting a 10 K. So sometimes, sometimes it's fun to take a big risk and just say, I'm going for it. I'm going to run the marathon. Uh, but to me in the place I'm in, in life, just checking in with myself, I'm not down to run a marathon without <laughs> training first. I want the first level. So I realized in my communication with uh, this person's team, I was originally being a little bit wishy-washy at first because I wasn't sure if I was going to do it or not. Um, and so a couple of things that I would recommend doing if this happens to you, a, you could just say, let me think about it. Uh, you know, interesting. Sometimes people want to keep you in the moment, keep you in the, in the conversation. Let me think about it. Give yourself some grace, step out of there. Once I did that, I realized that I'm definitely a no right now for the opportunity. So I simply said, I appreciate the opportunity though. I'm a no for the offer period. And the person said, well, thank you so much. And I hope you have really enjoy your time in the, in the training. And I just made a very clear no. So sometimes you just need to take a step back, really assess, give yourself a little bit of grace, a little bit of space to decide if you want to do it. And then just something like that. Appreciate the opportunity though. I'm a no at the moment, or I'm a no for the offer. Here's another example, a friend or an acquaintance wants to jump on a call and catch up, do like a, you know, let's just catch up, grab a virtual coffee, a brainstorm. Uh, it's interesting. Also when you're active on social media, people want to talk to you. People want to get to know you. Uh, people come out of the woodworks. I'm definitely a very social person. I know a lot of people and I'm a very like accessible kind of person, which I'm working on with my nose, no talk. But um, it just no longer is enjoyable as of me recording this right now to jump on calls and kind of stop the momentum of the workday for a call for that someone else requested um, at the moment. So a way that, um, that I, I deal with this is would you clear your calendar to say yes today? It's easy to look at your calendar, say three weeks in advance, say, I got nothing going on in three weeks. Sure. 30 minutes in three weeks, not a big deal. That backfires <laughs> because in three weeks, you'll look at that 
that meeting and say, I actually don't really want to jump on a call and get my brain picked. So really checking it with yourself. If somebody asks to talk to you, is this a call that I would want to have today? So that's a great check-in. And if you do, which I've had that people email me, Hey, are you free this afternoon? And I'm like, this person's amazing. Like I got to talk to this person. Yes. But oftentimes people reach out, you know, multiple requests a week and I'm just, I can't do it. So how do you say no? One way is to say, I'm at a, I'm in a busy season at the moment. I can't jump on a call, but I'm happy to connect over email to answer any questions. That's something I do with people that I know are great connections. Maybe they want to offer me an opportunity, but I'm not really sure what the purpose of the meeting is. Um, or you could simply do say, really appreciate you asking right now, but I, I can't do it at the moment. I'm a no for right now. Um, and really just checking in with this request. Is this something that will help your agenda, your dreams and goals, or is this you trying to please someone else by dropping everything and jumping on a call with them? So (laughs) Kris Jenner comes to mind where she has a quote where there's like no such thing as no, which is great. You know, like I'm sure there's people I'm trying to reach out to. I've been trying to work on someone like David Goggins online course. I have not received a response yet, which is totally fine. He's the only person I'm like cold pitching. He's the author of a couple books and just total badass motivator man. Um, but so it's interesting that um, everyone wants to talk to different people, but just be clear. You're a no for for right now. This, I guess this would be an easier one. My next example, it's just a no from the jump. You know, you receive a request and you're like, wow. Absolutely not. I like the idea of just saying, I really appreciate you thinking of me, but I'm a no for your request at the moment, or I'm unavailable for your request at this time. Saying no does not need to be accompanied by an essay, by a big explanation, simplicity, the essential sentences you need. Um, One thing I like to do too, especially if it's somebody that maybe I I could see ways to help them. Um, is to maybe just offer a few links to support. Ideally, if you have a podcast or you have a PDF download or something, I get a lot of requests of like, hey, can, um, you know, I'd like you to make my course, uh, but they're not really a great fit for me at the moment. I can share different resources of blogs that I have um, or uh, PDF downloads to help people. Now, sometimes you say no and you say, I'm unavailable for your request at the moment. And I had a company do this recently and they said, no problem. When are you available? Damn it. (laughs) So a tactic that I've been experimenting with is if it is a company that could be, or an opportunity that could be interesting down the line, but you're just like, I can't, I don't, it's a no for now. I really just ask them to share more of what they're intending to do. And I ask a few questions just over email to see if it's even a project I might want to take on because I might be wrong. This might be like the coolest opportunity of my life. And I just said no to it, but I'm willing to just ask a few questions to see more about what they're thinking and then see if it's a yes or a no. And then I can reevaluate, but just make a decision. Don't let that email just sit in your inbox for weeks. And they're just like, does this person exist? I don't know. Just answer. Um, And also just remembering that what is for you 
can't miss you. I had this experience with a client. I was working on their course and it was really going slow, very slow moving because they are a very busy in demand person. And after we made their curriculum together, um, Usually what I, what I used to do was I would make a curriculum with an expert, see if we have a great working experience together, and then I'll send a proposal to really create the content and help them bring the whole course to life. Well, this particular course, because we were moving at such a slow pace, I was really feeling like this is going to take years. If It just didn't feel right to suddenly have to dive in with their whole team and make all their content as well. So so what's interesting is that I ended up giving them great uh, suggestions for who can help them bring their course to life, but just, I wouldn't be able to be that person to do it all for them right now. Just didn't feel aligned at the moment. And what's so interesting is that they did not end up moving forward. They just kind of paused because they were so busy, which honoring my gut feeling, it's true. They, they couldn't really do it because they had too much going on. And I think a year later or something, they reached back out to see if I was available and it was perfect timing. And I'm like, yes. And jumped on board to deliver the original intention when we first started talking. So what is for you? Can't miss you. And example number five, my last example for you is if you get a request from (laughs) fancy people or companies. So what I mean by that is if you get a request from somebody who feels outside of your league. This is this is really important. This might be very specific for people like me who get very inspired and kind of put people on a pedestal sometimes. Like, oh, this person's doing such great things. I better say yes to them because being in proximity to them would be amazing. Well, after many years of running my business, blessed to work with um, celebrities, high profile influencers, successful authors and their teams, big companies. And after bending myself into a pretzel more times than I care to admit to just say yes to every request. Wow. It's an unfulfilling journey. Wow. So many times I would say yes to their request to just jump on a call or meet this person from their team or do this extra thing or do that extra thing. I'm like, sure, absolutely. Yes. Why not? Let's do this. Wow. It just did not produce the fruit that I thought it would. So what, especially nowadays where people are so much more accessible and transparent, you might get a request from, you know, a DM from somebody on Instagram, who's really big that you really admire. And they're like, Hey, can you jump on a call? I want to learn from you. I don't know. They might, you never know who can come into your inbox and who is watching you. Okay. Side thing. It's just, we never really know who has been watching, curious, eager to work with us, but waiting for that moment. So what I would say is So (laughs) what I would say is I'm breathing heavily because I'm six months pregnant. Sorry about that, y'all. I feel like oxygen is precious. We should all just take a big, deep breath in once in a while, (laughs) but that's a tangent. Okay. So what I would suggest is someone fancy comes to you. If you feel compelled to jump on a call, if that's what they ask for to start, 
go for it. Keep it short. Keep it like 30 minutes. Sure. But if you're now like me and you're just no longer really that impressed or think or realize an email can actually be more efficient, what I say is I would love for you to share a bit more about what you want to create over email. Happy to send over a proposal and we can jump on a call after that. Now, it's even easier if you are somebody that offers services and you just have a form that they can fill out. I sometimes, a form would be really easy. I just, I'm kind of stepping away from doing individual um, services like this. So I've just been trying to not use a form and just ask a couple questions. And um, then we can jump on a call to discuss an actual project versus let's just meet each other and say hello and get connected. You should be able to share all of that um, over text or sharing a, a deck, sharing your capabilities, something like that. So you're not actually needing to jump on calls and get down a rabbit hole of talking to different team members and convincing them to hire you. Just, hey, this is what I offer. Yes or no. This has been really helpful for me, especially recently. I had a very, um, like a million dollar course brand in a completely different time zone reach out and say they have a big project, they want to overhaul all of their courses. And I was like, wow, that seems like a really exciting big project. But I used my my old, not, not, not just jumping on a call because they asked rule, and asked them a few questions over email and quickly realized over email, oh my God, I'm not the person to do this. <laughs> this what they actually needed help with was completely not in my wheelhouse at all. And so saved myself a ton of time, gave them great resources to help them move forward, but saved that like preparing and getting fancy to it on the call. And no, we didn't have to do that. So those are the five examples I'd love to share with you that I shared with you today on how to say no, especially when you have those people pleasing tendencies. So we really just want to start making better decisions, start making more decisions, lining up with the highest uh, highest joy that you can feel in your life, which requires you to be excited about what you say yes to, which will be another episode, I'm sure, in the future. So say no to the good, y'all, so you can say yes to the awesome. Really, what we want to do is have, when you say no, you make space for more clarity and really just improve your self-esteem, your self-confidence that you can say no and mean it. Um, so I'm coming to the end of today's episode. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you have any tips uh, <laughs> of how you said no or any scripts, please feel free if you want to leave a comment. I have this uh, video podcast on YouTube as well. Rate, subscribe, or share it with a friend. And also, I encourage you to sign up for my newsletter to learn how to create and sell your own successful online course, which is which I find to be a beautiful element of abundance and creating an awesome life. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. Have a beautiful day and take good care of you.